This is not a test. This is not a movie. This is an announcement of the commencing of 4118, 6344, and 5611. Violence against the unhoused, physical and by proxy, has been sanctioned by the City of Los Angeles. Next door vigilantes, as well as business improvement districts, have been authorized to commit violence. Housed people of all races, including LAPD, City Council, and the Mayor, have been restricted and shall not be harmed. Effective immediately, all acts of violence against the unhoused will be allowed. This includes hits and runs, murders, serial killing, and arson. Police officers will look the other way and provide you the authorized excuse of blowing off steam. Videos of aforementioned violence are also sanctioned. If you are questioned about your acts of violence, blame the unhoused community and we will prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. We will kill them. May our capitalist and white supremacist founding leaders reign again. God bless each and every one of you. Tell you what they ought to do about homelessness. First thing, change the name of it. Change the name of the condition. It's not homelessness, it's houselessness. It's houses these people need. A home is an abstract idea. A home is a setting. It's a state of mind. These people need houses, physical, tangible structures. But where are you gonna put them? Where are you gonna build them? Nobody wants you to build low-cost housing near their house. People don't want it near them. We got something in this country, you've heard of it, it's called NIMBY, N-I-M-B-Y. Not in my backyard. People don't want any kind of social help located anywhere near them. You try to open up a halfway house, try to open up a rehab center for drugs or alcohol, try to build a little home for some retarded people who want to work their way into the community. People say, not in my backyard. People don't want anything near them, especially if it might help somebody else. We need to fight to take this city back from the homeless who seek to destroy our way of American life. Take back what's ours. Who is with me? Grab your AKs. Grand Rising. Part of being a meth head is being too irresponsible to pay your bills. Stop being so sickeningly naive. Most all of the good people on the streets have taken the help that has been offered them. Just like the holdouts at Echo Park Lake. The ones still on the streets are not the kind of people who should be allowed to determine public policy. Or rather, tell me why the rest of us should suffer. The campers are like cockroaches sneak in the middle of the night. A flash of light on them and they scatter. They should be doing around the clock enforcement. watch we on the block every day and we out there organizing with homeless folks and we gonna build a block by block fight back and we gonna fight the city we gonna fight LAPD we gonna fight all you haters block by block for every square in the concrete we gonna fight you folks
But how you invest and how you put your spread your wealth is investing in people, getting them to look them in the best of yourselves. That's how you look at humanity and dignity. If you want the best for yourself, then why can't you want the best for other people too? To live their best life. But I also want the people that are not here, that if they can't be out here physically, they can also contribute to some of these well deserve organizations that have been on the fight from the beginning. If you can, uh, donate some time. Join up for some of the power-ups. Join up for some of the outreach that we're going to need to do to understand and educate the unhoused that are not here that may not understand how this impacts them. is in unjust. It was always been unjust and it does exactly what it's supposed to do. It is divided human beings and it erased their humanity. But this is one of the most important civil rights issues of this time. Like standing right this is the beginning of how when concentration camps and the Nazi era and the Holocaust happened, this is the beginning. It did not just start off like this out of the blue. They took, uh, they erased the unhoused, but the strange, bizarre thing of it is, nobody had a problem with the unhoused or mentally challenged. They utilized that as a justifying to erase. So I ask you today, while you're sitting here listening or, or at home or whatever, and enjoying your pumpkin spice latte, to ask yourself, when you're seeing this happen, and you're seeing the police running around talking about that they're giving compassionate care while they're locking them up or placing them outside the district with this 4118 thing, what, who will it be next? Because once they go after the, I finish attacking the unhoused, they're not going to stop. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I, first, I just want to talk about like the the programs that they give, like they give unhoused people. It's just made to be like, like you don't want to go, like on Edna and in, in the San Fernando Valley. It looks like it looks like a it looks like a work release program for concentration camp. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like this is California. Rent is high. Rent is extremely high. You should be able to work at McDonald's and, and pay rent. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. So if like if if like if if all the workers that are doing stuff for you it can't even afford rent, you know what I mean? Like how how are we supposed to get our hand up? And then they and, and I feel like these government programs, like they're like even their names are made to like put me down. Yeah. Like Project Room Key. It's called Project Room Key, yet no one has a room key. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like I feel like they're like ha ha ha. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen a bridge home? I don't know if you guys, you guys live in homes and stuff. That's not no bridge to any home I've ever been from. Like what home are we coming from? Right. You know what I mean? Like the bridge home looks like a prison. Right? Colored by Martha Stewart. Ah. You know, just because they put some orange and some and, and some lime green, it's got Bob Ryers around it. Nobody's trying to get in that. Right? You know what I mean? And it's just like these tiny homes. That is so demeaning. It's hey. a shed. Oh my God, dude! Right? If you and, and, and when when they tell you how much it costs to pay for for that one, they could have just they could have just re like did an apartment building or something. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But they put us in a tiny home. It's a tiny shed. It's a cell. You know, it's a box. It's a cell. Yep. You know what I mean? For being homeless? No. No. 
And when you ask me why I don't want to go to these programs where, I, as an adult, it's like it's like a group home thing. You know what I mean? As an adult, I have to come in by ten o'clock or whatever. You know what I mean? Like because I'm homeless? No, 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 no. I don't I, like. I don't think so. Like I didn't come in there because. I have a record or whatever or any of that, you know what I mean? You're going to put me in a tiny house, it's a f***ing, it's a shed. If you guys ever see the tiny house, it's There's the no meaning. And any, and any f***ing city council person that f***ing takes a picture by that and is, and is okay with it, is stupid. Yeah! It's f***ing stupid. Yeah. It's f***ing stupid. You're going to keep me in a tiny shed and I have a curfew? Yo. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh. No. No, these programs are made so we don't want to go. You yeah. know what I mean? I can make a tent with as much room as I want. And come and go as you want. Yeah, and come and go as I want. Hell yeah. And shower you know what I mean? And not to mention, if you're a woman in, in these, like, group, you know, f***ing um, shelters and stuff like that, they're so bothered. Not only are you harassed by the, milk, by, by, by the, by, you know, by the, by the people that are going there, but staff too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They seem so bothered. Oh, you had to do something. You, got to play. you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you know, like when they say, oh, there's, there's programs and stuff like that. No, nobody wants to go to any of those where they can be harassed and demeaned. Like that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a f***ing shed. And, and, and then, and if not, you're in a cubicle. Yeah. You know, the, the project, you know, room key, you know, I, you know, it's better because you got your own, but, but it's still like, you know, it's still demeaning, you know what I mean? It's called project room key. No one has ever had a key. Right. These are, these are like just the things that I think of. Every time I hear like a name of a program, I always laugh. It always makes me chuckle. Every time, every time. I'm like, what's the name of it? Oh. Branch homes. Ah, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so we just got do doing ten to five. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, what, like, what bridge did we come from? <laughs> and I don't even want to know where that bridge leads off. From. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. And it's just like, it's just like you, you want to displace us just to put us in this bullshit. And and the whole thing is, is they can still do it and keep all the money. Yep. But you don't have to build some 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 bullshit stuff. Like I think it's just like so demeaning. Like like they just built some like you know you could have did that and still like you know inflated your pockets without being so fucking demeaning. Right. Real shit. Real shit. Yeah. And then on top of that, we have all these rules for what not being able to afford rent in California, not in California, in Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Like, Anywhere. yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And they wonder why we don't want to go. No, as an adult, I don't want to have a, have a curfew just because I can't afford rent. You know, if I have to, if I have to go to an interview, um, I have to um, ask my employer and all this other stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to show, like, proof and stuff. That automatically makes an employer biased against me. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's all these all these hoops and and everything. And as I've been in Project Roomkey, my my caseworker has never ever really tried to get in contact with me. Yeah. Never. 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 
never never and it's just like it's made for it's just made for like nobody they're not doing their job a caseworker should have a have a mandatory meeting with their client once a week no matter what no matter what should not be up to me to do to, to you know it should be a standing thing we know that's going on and I show up reach out to me do something you know what I mean like they they ask all these questions no no and then when I go downstairs to make an appointment it's a week off you know what I mean like it's ridiculous it's ridiculous like the programs aren't made and the people that are working there have power trips you know what I mean and I and I just keep you know I'm like I'm arguing with these people and you know they you know like cuz I'm I'm a little bit late you know you want to kick me out and stuff like that and and I'm just like I'm just like you're not putting any kids to college on this salary that's right you know what I mean and they be just power tripping on us like all of a sudden I'm less than like it's it's a whole cesspool of uncomfortableness you know what I mean that and that's and that's the programs that are being offered ran by power tripping regular old folks with carceral rules you know what i mean like even in jail my sister could come and visit right like you know what i mean we can't I, we get written up if we visit inside the rooms if i have a friend at the hotel i can't go into their room you know what i mean and, and they wonder why people get isolated and get depressed and you know they're just in their rooms getting their drugs in or whatever you know what i mean like it's just and they make it sad you know what i mean like the, they have a pool there they have a work yeah they have they have a gym and stuff something that you know can maybe well we're not allowed they even took out the ice machines oh wow you know what i mean when we get there they take out the ice machines like this is this is how this ran like it's like it's like given to us but it's real carceral and it's real demeaning and i just feel like it's unneeded it's unneeded and so if you wonder why we don't want to go to these programs that is why yeah. Just follow these guys around all day long, or? yeah. But you basically uh, watch the NIMBYs come by and harass the unhoused people, so basically, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I get they, it, they, yeah. It's a lot of people know. that are housed, they usually come by, terrorize, and set them on fire. It's not fun for anybody. There is, I know, we just the city, from what they told me, they built a homeless shelter a few blocks away. Actually, the NIMBY shot that one down, saying that they no, didn't No, no, they opened it. They, it. You mean the tiny sheds are you talking about? No, no, no. Literally, like, a few blocks away from here, there's a new homeless shelter that opened. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I mean, I know that there's, you know, places they can live. I mean, I, I own a business here, and I've been here for almost 30 years, and... It's just getting worse. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You know. Usually because NIMBYism don't want our house people around them. And usually when they talk about uh, doing supportive housing instead of shelters, if you ask the average unhoused person, they don't want to go to shelter. They want to be in a home. 
they don't like living out here. But yeah, NIMBYs, NIMBYs usually talk about they don't want them there because they think over 60,000 unhoused people, the ones, the elderly, the ones that are disabled, they're all are drug addicts. They're all are criminals. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm telling you what they're telling you. They're saying that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're saying that. I mean, there's obviously a lot of reasons why people are homeless and but that's not. But that's not. They're not trying to hear that. Yeah. They're basically so. trying to say a bunch of unhoused people. All of them are criminals. All of them are drug addicts. No, yeah. All not, of us. No. Exactly. So, so what? What is? Exactly. The, what is your solution? Or do you have one? Yes. They get tougher. To, to criminalize the NIMBYs. Basically, run them out in the neighborhoods so we can be able to get them off the streets and have people stop complaining about it. But the city. And the police, they gave over $3.1 billion to police officers and less than half a million to deal with the services for people out on the street. But the reason why they get over $3.1 billion is because NIMBYs keep pushing the police to do and criminalize unhoused people, which makes no sense. They can't jail them all into, put them in jail. They can't shoot them all into it. You can't throw money at it. I mean, you got to get more. I mean, NIMBYs yeah. are the ones that are being coddled, that, I, and that's yeah. the point of it. Well. That, and you're going to continue to see this. And the people are going to come out here, see unhoused people on the street. They're going to complain, and then we say, "Okay, we got a solution. Let's put some permanent support." Oh no, no, no! They got to bring drugs. They might yeah, poor yeah. defensive children, and you know all of this kind of stuff. Not knowing that they got unhoused families out here, sure. not knowing they got uh, elderly, uh, a population that's growing, and there are NIMBYs that are telling them that they got to find a job. Some of them are on cancer and right. all of this stuff. Right. So you have all of this money that they're putting out here is a result of NIMBYs. Until we handle the issue and get tough on them, hold them and put them in jail, take their money away and put these people in the housing, you're going to still going to have this because NIMBYs are never going to sit still for this. I guarantee you, in a few months, NIMBYs are going to complain about unhoused people running around uh, 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 just living. They're already complaining about them on the tents. So what, what do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to be okay with having that shelter there? No. Watch. Well, I, 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 yeah, you, you bring up some some some, some valid points um, on that. But, um, so, I mean, uh, you know, because I mean, you know, it's almost like a big game of whack-a-mole. They, yeah. they move them here, yeah. and then they go two blocks down over there, and it's but not you, you move, Yeah, and then, then, then those NIMBYs are going to complain, exactly. call the 3.1. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they don't exactly. want them there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then when you yeah. say, okay, let's build a, a supportable housing that they can be in, and you don't have to see them, they go into a rage. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if you have affordable housing here. Um, you know, I don't know. They can be affordable housing Yeah, there can be, but I mean, it looks like, uh, from what I see, saw, I haven't done research on it, but the affordable housing was, was 800, some of it was $800,000 a unit. Mm -hmm. And that's not sustainable as a society throwing that kind of money. Do you know why it's not sustainable? It's because we pay over $3.1 billion to a police officer. That's over 54% of the budget. Every other, other from recreation services, housing services, pet service, anything else that we deal with as citizens, we don't have a say or so at all. But we have people that constantly, and this is not only getting, they're asking for another $67 million to de uh, demonize and criminalize unhoused people. And, 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 and this just this makes no sense. Our budget is bloated for police, and that is it. I don't care. Even if for you, even you're a taxpayer as well. You, no, no, you're no. not. You're not. You're not getting any of your services no, back. No, absolutely not. And so, that, that's what kind of gets me uh, upset because I, you know, own a small business and 
I do pay a lot of taxes, and I exactly. I, I don't perfect example. Any resources. For and that. you know where your money is going to? That three point one billion dollars on the LAPD. That's crying to say. The minute when we say, hey, your budget, we're getting, you're making too much money. We don't have enough money to do anything else in the city. They start crying. Well, crime's going to go up. We may not come to help you. They turn. They're creating this fear, uh, fear mongering. And the fact of the matter, we're just paying them to just basically demonize poor people, people that have you know you're punching someone while they're down. We can take that money and then head deal with the situation. Did you also know that they're already on the, in the coffers? They have over eleven billion dollars. So this thing could have been solved without using Triple H. This is all. It could have been solved long before, but they choose no, no, not I, to I, I, I because they know this is a big money. That all they got to do is get people out here and just say, "Oh my God, here come these horrible people. Let's get rid of them and then you know get more three point one billion dollars. Let's get another sixty-seven million. Let's give them another three more billion dollars. Pretty soon, the seventy-five percent of the budget is going to be for the police." And nobody else is going to have nothing. You, me, yeah. nobody else. We're going to all going to be sitting here allowing these thugs to be able to just, like like some kind of mafia thug, just bleed us dry until we don't have any money. Well, I, I'm a thug. I, uh, no. I, 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 you bring up some good points. I don't agree with everything you say 100%. I admire your passion. Mm -hmm. and I like the fact that you're actually trying to make a difference in this world. Well, I'm, that's definitely so. And I'm trying to make sure that people do not have to live like this. There's Absolutely. no reason. Because Absolutely. there's no reason. There's no reason anyone should. This thing, and, and what, you, what, what's your name? My name is Theo. Theo yeah. Henderson. I have yeah. a, a, a show called Weedy and House. And I go and document these kind of circumstances to educate people on just exactly where our money is being spent and why it takes us to demonize a people because they, they, you think that they are living in a lap of luxury. People are running around no, talking no, about they're living not. in mansions, having caviar and partying. This is not some kind of luxury no, no, kind no. of living. It's, it's, it's a crime uh, that in this country that we have people living like this. And, and the larger context in Palestine, this is some of the displacement that they have to go through. Only it's more of they're throwing bombs on them and, and hurting them. So this is a global context that people that are just doing this job, they say they're just doing the job, but they close their eyes at night not knowing that the, the, the trauma that they've inflicted on people where they could have said, you know what, I don't have to do this job. I can speak out and say, you know what, this is wrong. We should be doing something else instead of demonizing people and just taking paying a paycheck because we could be a medical emergency away from out on the street. We could yeah. be a recession away from out on the street. We could be another pandemic away from out on the street. No, and no, no, and no, here no. is where our $3.1 billion are being spent. All right, Theo. All right, uh, now. Good to talk with you. I appreciate your insights. No, no okay. problem. Right. Yeah, you have a good day. Yeah, you too. It's an outrageous prank posted to Snapchat by a teen in the Fraser Valley. This video with the caption, make them dance, is triggering anger and plenty of disgust after the young men decided to entertain themselves by throwing fireworks at homeless people. Good evening. While that video may be shocking, people in that part of Chilliwack say they aren't surprised. The RCMP is now investigating, and as Michelle Bernaro reports, it appears the prank wasn't an isolated incident. 
I woke up my, with my home overrun by rats one day about three years ago, and I thought, why is this happening? This is so weird. We're going to have a typhoid, typhus epidemic if we're not careful. I followed the rat trail down to the homeless population and right into downtown where rats were blooming everywhere by the millions. And I thought, oh my God, typhus came. And I started I studying. That. And I started studying, well, what follows typhus in our area? Because we've never not dealt with rodent problems. Well, Ursinia, which you may know as the plague, that follows typhus. Wow. So we're doomed to, for that if they don't do something. So that directed my attention to all of this. And I started looking at the, what the politicians were saying, and they were involved in this housing, housing, housing. I thought, this is all my patients on the street. These are drug addicts. It's, I was in Sacramento last week. They said 90 to 95% on meth in Los Angeles. It's mental illness and, and drug addiction. That's it. And How would housing four, solve that? Not. And not only that, they won't go in, and we have no laws to get people in. Oh, I'm so mad. A Maysville woman live on Facebook this morning expressing her anger. Look at that. Just burning all their stuff. She said she had tears in her eyes as she watched a small homeless camp burn along the riverbank. So those items that you just burnt were items donated by me and my family to two men that did not have a home. They didn't bother nobody. They weren't alcoholics. They weren't drug addicts. Why are you burning their stuff? She approached a city worker who said he was just following orders from City Hall. Nobody's talking about this. We have to do these things. Housing will do. We, of course, need places to put these people, but they're not going and they won't get better if you don't do these other things I'm suggesting. There was, there was filth. There was possible drug paraphernalia in the area. So what they did was that they set it ablaze. Witnesses say these incidents have increased in the past few days, and some say that those living on the streets have become increasingly concerned for their safety. Good morning, this is Theo Henderson from Weedy and House. We are here today to have a very serious meeting with LASA, and that is for the, uh, some of the concerns that have been raised with the unhoused community. Uh, UTAC, which stands for Unhoused Tenants Against Carceral Housing, we're meeting with some key leadership here to express our concerns and the direction that we'd like to see and how we want to be treated further on. On site here is one of our residents, Mr. Uh, the famous artist that we featured in one of our Weedian House series. Mr. Michael, tell us a little bit about what, what you expect to come in here. Uh, well, um, my purpose for truly coming is because I have a story to tell of a most missing and unfortunate situation where I was actually from a project home team, but without reason, mm -hmm. without telling me why, which I found to be uh, to be very um, unprofessional on the person part who did that. Yet at the same time, be realistic in my making a plea to be reinstated to go back to our project home team, maybe not the same one, but at least another one. Um, I'm hopeful that I will be heard, but at the same time... What do you want to get out of this? Do you want I, to get back into the home fee, or what's going to... What well, do you want? Yes, I do. Okay, so... And I want them to understand that, that this is my single oath. And I want, and I also want them to, to make a personal inquiry 
not not on surface, but in, in depth. In depth. Uh, 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 investigation on this particular uh, person who was the nighttime manager. It just you know, and because his actions, not only that particular night, but from the time that I got there up until things happened, has been very, very unprofessional towards me without me having given him reasons to be that way. And so I, so I feel that this unprofessionalism, for me, has been the core of our product. Mr. And, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. And that I think he should be uh, either retrained or simply just moved. Because where I was, there's nothing but early people there. Who is trying to, you know, get along in life, and he's making even for them, for them to be there, and there's no sympathy on his part. And he does not think that he's wrong in what he's doing. And that's crazy. Michael, we'll, hopefully we can get some uh, some answers, and basically, hopefully we can have a positive uh, outcome for this meeting. So this is, this is Theo Henderson from Woody and House. We will follow up with more interviews or uh, different takes from other residents. So we have all our, oh you want to take pictures of all of it? Here. Are you afraid to this is, this is Theo Henderson from Weedy and House. We are here after having a meeting with Vasa, and we made a couple of concerns. And here's one of the residents, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about what happened. So tell us a little bit for the audience what your name is. And um, I'm Jerry, and um, I'm with, uh, uh, what's with Attack. With Attack. <laughs> with Attack, and um, we're hopefully that we're going to get something. We, we got the budget. But it looks good on paper, but for God, honestly, they ain't doing nothing with it. They don't oversee anything. They just hand you the money, and, and, and it's okay what they do with it, or they kick you out, or, or whatever. But no, but there's no consequences for anybody. So tell us, what was your impression of when you came to the meeting, what were you wanting to talk to them about? About where the money's going and how they're not uh, making sure that the money's not going there. You know, make sure the money is doing, doing properly used, everything's running like it's supposed to be, and apparently it's just a bunch of bullshit. So one of the things that we were talking about are the bathrooms. And we were talking about, because Lhasa uh, said that they were strategically are not uh, are trying to allocate the money strategically. And I made the question, and it's like, because a bathroom is a human universal need for everyone, right. housed or unhoused, and they basically said that they just left the sanitation department to do it. But one of the action items that they said, she said that she was going to talk with sanitation to see if they can do something. So what else, what, what other things we talk about? Like, so we have all our, oh, you want to take pictures of all of it? Here. House on house. And they basically said that they just left the sanitation department to do it. 
but one of the action items that they said, she said that she was going to talk with sanitation to see if they can do something. So what else, what, what other things we talk about, like grievance and things um, like we that? We talk about the grievance part, but I mean, this was our grievance meeting, and I don't think they really kind of understood that. But, you know what I mean? We had to do paperwork, but why do we have to do paperwork? Why don't you just come over here and handle the people, talk to the people that need to be handling it in the first place? Instead of having to wait, oh, here's the paperwork. That paper gets anywhere if it goes anywhere, right? Except in a little box, you know? And um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, they're, they're going to do something about the sanitation, about the bathrooms and stuff. Because, frankly, I rode around for two and a half, an hour and a half looking for a bathroom. And then I ended up having to go in my tent. And then the bag leaked on my clean laundry. Okay, so then I had to spend money to do all that again. You know? I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's not fair for that bathroom and I think they should we should step in and have somebody overseeing these people because apparently they need it they're out of control they don't they have the money and they get paid they get paid but we're not getting paid I'll step in and I don't have to be paid just make sure the shit I mean McDonald's has a district manager that oversees like five or you know the district and goes around make sure the running right because if it's not then they get in trouble for it and nobody's being accountable for anything that's the main part Nobody is a cannibal for anything. A lot, you make a good point. A lot of these programs are not unaccountable, like Open the Valley, uh, the other uh, agencies that they give LA money. Family LA Family Housing, in particular, an employee by the name of Lawrence who was very uh, ejected someone out of the uh, Project Moon Key and has been very unprofessional. Oh yeah, and so, he owes me money. Yeah, yeah. and all, all, well, he owed me money for three weeks. What, uh, so you're saying Lawrence owes you money for three oh, weeks? Oh, he did. He owed me money for three weeks, and I had to go beg for my money. I shouldn't have to do that. I let it slide. I was like, you know, okay, three months, three weeks. Okay, it's, probably, it's a bit a month, okay, honestly. And then he comes up, I'll pay you Friday, okay. Then he's short again on Friday. Um, you know, I mean, he's like, come on, dude. You got paid. You're getting paid to do this, but you can't pay me. I'm having a struggle for my, you know, I mean, that's the whole purpose of me selling this sweatshirt. So I could get some money. So I could buy whatever I needed to buy, you know. But I'm sitting there hold up for three weeks. And he gave me attitude about it. And then he kicks this guy out. And he called the cops on him too. I was just like, I was sitting there. I was a witness to that, and it was what wrong, happened? huh? What I mean, he called the cops on him because he went to jail unlawfully. And the next day, they're packing his shit up. I didn't know what was going on because I had just talked to him that the night before, right. and so I didn't know what was going on. They told me he was he went to jail for some uh, um, some weirdo shit. That's what the answers they gave me, and, that, and it turns out that's not even true. Yeah. Okay, and, and so that was the thing. I'm so I'm looking at him like in a different way. You know, and I'm like, oh, he's a weirdo shit, right? right, right, right. Well, you know, and, and it turns out it wasn't even like that. So they were judging him, and it, so which way the information to me incorrect. So, you know, I mean, I, I felt bad about it, you know, I was like, I, I was like spreading the wrong rumor. I mean, it was a rumor, but I thought it was the truth because I didn't know what was going on. Right. And in fact, they really shouldn't have me any information with me because it's uh, the HEFALA or whatever. Uh, it's confidential. Yeah, confidentiality and stuff, so. So. Basically, he's basically getting people fired, having the police called on him, and other kind of things. Yeah, nobody so, gets punished for it. So, Larry, uh, Lawrence from uh, the LA Family Howard gets to do this stuff with impunity, and right. there's nothing, there's no nope. consequences. Yeah, exactly. And, which brings up a quandary for unhoused people because they don't want to go to the service where they're going to be abused and mistreated. It makes sense. You wouldn't want to go to a hotel right. or any place like that. So, uh, like, is there anything else that you want to tell us about the uh, thing that would be a solution to help? Uh, well, not. like have them go live where we live and, and be undercover, like, you know, the secret shopper thing. And make them go live in there for three weeks. I mean, for for at least a week. 
or so and be undercover and see how they and see how it works. So that way the people that are running the money knows exactly how it is. And then putting the money in, in the right positions instead of doing building work, rehabs and more shelters, which I'm traumatized from. But, you know, it's just like, let's get the money where it should be going or hire some of the homeless people to do something like that, you know? And, and it's not happening. And I don't understand why. I mean, it's good on paper, but really, technically, they're not doing for it. They're not doing anything for it. I mean, excuse my language, but they're not doing squat. And it's bullshit, you know? So, I'd like to get paid here. Hold on, she wants to talk to me. Oh, hi. How are you doing? I'm glad to see you. I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm a lot better. I'm over at the, um, Robert Johnson. Okay. It's still crazy now, but yeah, you don't bother me. This is Theo Henderson from We and House. I thank you all. Will, would you mind have a quick word with me? This is Theo Henderson. Now, here's another activist in UTAC. Will, tell us a little bit about what your expectations going in. Tell us what do you think happened at this thing. Honestly, I have no expectations because we're dealing with the city and we all know how that goes. But um, while I'm here and I'm breathing, I'm young and alive, I'm going to use every last ounce of my energy to fight the power and make sure that my rights are um, attended to as the human being that I am. So do you think they're going to do anything after this I'm meeting with them today? Yeah, I, I think that uh, little by little, it's, we're chipping away at a giant issue. And um, they, I'm not saying that they're completely obstinate against us. I don't have that feeling at all. But um, I don't think that... It's too easy to say the problem's too big. We can't deal with it. You know, and just focus on little things. Um, we have to keep harassing them, basically, to do the right thing and tell them what the right thing is because, obviously, they're not in our situation. And it's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. Closed mouth doesn't get fed. Exactly. One of the things that I know is, like, it's a very big issue is the bathrooms. Because, you know, I go and interview and house people, not just here in Los Angeles, but also everywhere. And it's like... Also here in Los Angeles, they take a certain perverse pride in putting out no bathrooms and paying customers only. They don't have Alley's Law here, which provides that you have to have bathrooms for people. Like for example, when I was had injured my leg, it took me over an hour and a half to find a bathroom, and I, you know, and that was closed, and I had to battle Starbucks to beg them to let me use the bathroom. Being disabled with a with a walker, so these these things are realities that people have. How is it unhoused people go to the bathroom, and it's not enabling people because they have to go somewhere they have dignity to use the bathroom. You heard the other stories from other people about what they think is they have to endure. So, is there any other things that you would like to see that would be um, put out here besides bathrooms, maybe showers? Well, yeah, sanitation is is huge. Um, my personal big thing is um, the city changing the way that it it views unhoused people um, as individuals and as a group, um, calling us worthless bums that don't want a job, yeah. etc. Disease ridden. Um, all <laughs> these tactics are so old and born. They they've been there's. You know, since uh, society began, people have been persecuted for being poor. Just for being poor. And there's all kinds of ways that they do this. People need to learn what these tactics are and learn to recognize them and call bullshit 
on it like that. It should be second nature by now. Everybody knows the government's corrupt, but all of a sudden when it comes to homeless people, it's not corrupt. It's a homeless, homeless people's issue. You know, get your head straight. Open your eyes. Be woke like you claim to be and see what the real issue is at hand. Thank you very much, Bill. This is Theo Henderson from Brilliant House. I have another one here. Benito, if you have a moment, would you like to tell us a little bit of what you think about uh, what the meeting is? Did you like it? Did you think the meeting was productive? Okay? Or what, what do you think? I think they, they don't care. They only pretend that they listen and they, they, they do nothing. So, what kind of person we are dealing with here? A uh, person who openly are in violation of the Constitution. The Constitution is the, the, the law, above all the law. So, then we have an agency of the government who is in violation of privacy, in violation of due process, in violation of everything uh, and then if they're going to be wow like then when they go to to sit in a in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a something position of the government they swear i swear to protect the constitution against uh, uh, enemies interior and domestic exterior and domestic so now they they are invading the, the privacy for the for the homeless and the home case. They are uh, violating the due process when, when, when the staff say, "Oh, you are you are out." So that's it. That is the process. It's a violation of the due process. Yeah. Uh, so I believe these people. I don't believe them. Well, Benito, thank you for taking the time to tell us this. Then I I could say. This is things that are uh, the uh, impressions that they have after uh, the meeting. So let's see what they're going to have here. Uh, uh, she's at the, she's at, can you say a few words? What is it? A few words about where you're saying it? Well, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell them what's going on and what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, go tell them. Oh, yeah, come on. Come on, tell them. Okay. Martha. Martha. So, in a logical way. Uh, so this is Theo Henderson from We In House. Uh, if you have any other people that are going to respond, I will uh, keep you abreast on the situation and see just how much Tabasa is going to do to help the unhoused, particularly and pushing for these bathrooms for unhoused people that have been taken and then for the upkeep. I thank you all for listening in. Maybe we again meet in a light of understanding.